0: And that's true I also just hit record now so I'm happy I did that <laughs> five four trace dose
1: Yep. how's it going everybody welcome to Rob's rhythms I'm your host Rob Fishbeck and with me again once again The Mighty Max Williams. How's it going, buddy?
0: You know what? It's actually going pretty well, Rob. How are you today, buddy?
1: Fucking fantastic. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Just got done ranting and raving on Instagram about uh, top five reasons to wear a fucking mask.
0: What was reason four again? Have a zit. Wear Wear a mask. mask. I completely agree with that. Have resting bitch face, which I do. Wear a mask. Wear a fucking mask. I've never really heard you referred to as a bitch, though, so...
1: No, but you know what resting bitch face is, I know
0: what it is. I just, you know, I wouldn't describe you as one...
1: People say all the time, "Rob, what's wrong?" or Mm -hmm. "Rob, are you okay?" Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "You look angry."
0: Yeah, I just want to.
1: It's called resting bitch face, and it doesn't just stop with women. Okay, I want equality too.
0: It's called I just want to
1: murder you right now,
0: and watch you you scream. Yeah, that's what it's called. Just kidding. We're all friends here. Rob, how's your week been, buddy? What's been going on? Tell me what's up. Uh, unmotivated. Highly unmotivated unmotivated, unmotivated. Or, oh unmotivated yeah. why well Come on, don't, I mean don't get down the dumps like everybody else
1: for example, I was, I, was, I was with a buddy the other can't day be doing that we were talking and he's mm. like how you doing I'm like Pff. I literally have started four movies that I've never seen before got to the opening credits and was like eh. Mm. Eh. yeah I watched uh, I watched Rogue One over the weekend
0: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, I really try to justify that 7.99 dollars a month for Disney Plus and keeping it until uh, yeah, and Winter Soldier comes on
0: that and and once they rise it to like eleven ninety nine like Netflix had to eventually, uh, yeah.
1: then they better up the ante with their content.
0: Yeah, but what is Disney going to give you that they don't already have? Uh, all the MCU shows that they promised. Oh yeah, those are still coming, aren't they?
1: Yeah. yeah. Fruit dip, but um, more importantly, so I'd only seen Rogue One one other time and remember really liking it. Yeah. Right. And I was like, you know, I'm going to rewatch this movie. And I did. And I'm glad that I did. Because it's definitely one of the... I mean, other than the original trilogy, it's probably the best Star Wars movie. And so as soon as it was over, I was like, oh, New Hope. Well, fuck it. I'm going to watch New Hope. So I did. And then went on my phone, and there is one movie theater that's open in our area. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to throw them under the bus and say what it is. Mm -hmm. But um, they were playing Empire Strikes Back. And I was like, Cool, maybe I'll go see that. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin texts me the next day, and he's a little older than I am, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, you, you want to go see Empire this week?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let me know if let me know if you want to go." So I never heard back. Like, he texted me, and then like three days mm-hmm. later, I just I never heard back from him. So I'm with another buddy of mine last night, and we're yip yapping and I was like, "Oh, well, Empire's playing it." Blah 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 blah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, "No shit." So I pull it up to look for times, and it's not playing anymore.
0: What if they never blew up the uh, Death Star?
1: Uh, it would have been a very different franchise.
0: I know. I know. But um, is, no. Is but Empire so better? now I'm pissed because that's my
1: favorite one. Is right. Empire? It's either Empire or Return.
0: I still yeah. Return of the and, Jedi is still. I mean
1: still nothing good. against A New Hope, but it's like that's what it's like. Batman Begins. It's like that's what set the framework for the other two. Right. You know what I mean?
0: You can not always yell at the predecessor, but you still shouldn't always say it's your favorite.
1: Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, uh, but Jurassic Park's playing there now. Back to the Future. hmm. And Iron Man and a couple other movies. But, yeah. I don't know. Like, it would have been worth it for Empire. I guess I would do Jurassic Park, but I don't know. But that being said, this is not a film show. So, It's not.
0: You, you have another one of those. How
1: have you been doing?
0: Yeah. You know what? It's, uh, it's been an interesting week. I wouldn't say unmotivated, but, uh, just my normal, I guess, lack of motivation, kind of just in that neutral spot of like, yeah, if I do something, I'm happy. If I don't, I uh, still don't care. <laughs> uh, trying to finish up an album, which I pretty much have finished up. Now I'm just trying to shop it around, which is the hardest part to do. I really don't want to self-release one this year. I would, I really would like to see if I could get something to somebody to back it, just with either promotion or trying to get it in something. I, I'm still going to publish it and own all of the rights to everything, but It'd just be nice to have somebody who could be like, "Hey, yeah, that sounds cool. We'll help you, even if it's even if it's 15 fans, I'd be happy." You know, well, it's 15 more than I usually get.
1: Not to be a Debbie Downer, but in yeah. this environment, yeah. I would just put it out.
0: Yeah, I know that's pretty much what I'm gonna have to do.
1: Yeah. Um, and you're currently helping me with my next record. Well, yeah, uh, I write the songs, but he's helping me with some production issues because it's I, what I've learned is, is self-producing everything is fine.
0: It's tough.
1: But it's interesting to get another opinion.
0: Yeah, even if it is just seconding your own opinion, you still you sometimes just need that reassurance because you can drive yourself mad going like, "Does this sound good?" Or when you're
1: like, "What if you went to that?" And I'm like, "Ooh, interesting!" And then right. I Do it. And I was like, "Yeah, that could work."
0: Yeah, like I'm happy you have a key change here, but let's go to a different <laughs> key than what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: huh. Mm-hmm. And um. So that's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I've been very productive. Been doing some like random landscaping jobs, and because uh, I'm not playing anywhere. Right. Uh, some people are, but it's just fucking dangerous. And you know, it is what it is. And is like, it, you you yeah. you made a face? You guys are listening to the show. Max just made a facial expression. You want to say something? Well, I No,
0: I think it's also is it, is it still rewarding enough though? Too because I've been itching to get back out there and actually play. That was supposed to be last year's and this year's thing was just just play and don't really worry about a record don't worry about releasing anything until you feel comfortable with it and uh now it's just well i gotta sit on all the stuff that i've been making and and hope that it sounds good when i release it and hopefully next year by this time i can be playing some shows would
1: you send it off to ben to get mastered
0: uh, no, I found a good mastering service. That's pretty cheap, actually. Oh, that, really? That I that I like a lot. Interesting. Yeah.
1: We'll talk yeah. more about that off mic, but absolutely, I've definitely got some questions and concerns. Yeah. But um, and I've been hitting up the gym seven days a week. I'm uh, what I call halfway to Hemsworth.
0: Oh, yeah, Liam, what a what a rock star!
1: I know. Uh, who's the one that's on Westworld?
0: I don't know. There's three Hemsworth. I know. I forgot the other ones.
1: There's there. Christopher, mm. which you know.
0: There's no comparison to
1: that. Well, at this stage of my life...
0: Uh, Who's funnier, all right? Who's funnier, Chris Pratt or Chris Hemsworth?
1: Chris Pratt?
0: Yeah, you still think of Chris Pratt?
1: Yeah, all right. but Hems- Chris has got the chops. Chris has the chops, I know. He's definitely got the chops. There's a third Hemsworth brother. Who's the third? Let me look this up. You talk for a second.
0: Uh... <laughs> i i'm curious yeah what is the the third hemsworth he's on westworld that's, that's like uh as long like, who was the luke f-
1: luke hemsworth oh
0: there you go that was like who was the third manning because everybody always forgot about there's the, a third manning yeah there's eli there's peyton and see i even forgot that the brother's name I, I i honestly don't remember his name because they were all living off their dad's legacy of being a good football player wait
1: their father was a football player archie Manning.
0: archie man there you go cooper manning yep I think he played football, but he obviously never made it to the pros. Uh,
1: he was a professional football mm. quarterback.
0: Was he Cooper? Made one, it for, for one no, season.
1: No, slow down, slow so it down. Was one one thing at a damn time.
0: I should just say on the Wikipedia page.
1: <sighs> I know, but <laughs> it's not <laughs> early life.
0: Yeah, either way, Cooper early Manning, early
1: life, pro football career. Cooper
0: Manning, what, what During a Nolan's. What in the
1: weeks leading up to what like, a hard, New
0: what a hard, hard. Uh, it doesn't say. Precedent to live The AJ
1: to. Capital Panthers? So that's like, is it like a...
0: Probably uh Is
1: it like what Michael Jordan was doing for the White Sox?
0: Could have been like a CFL league. Could have been the CFL. Could have been the XFL.
1: Why don't I just read it to you? Might have been the XFL. Um, he was the... Oh.
0: Was it the XFL? Yeah, it was. I bet it was.
1: Doesn't have... He's the oldest son of professional football quarterback Archie Manning.
0: Uh-huh. Sorry, we're reading off a Wikipedia page, uh, oh.
1: University of Mississippi. We should have come
0: more prepared on knowing Manning who the third fell,
1: Manning blah, was. Blah, blah, Manning. Blah, 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 blah. Even
0: the third Manning. I
1: know you guys are getting bored with the show. It's great radio. You keep talking
0: to Even so. the third Manning would not have Maybe been this prepared to tell us about his life because he would just... No. Well, to here's what's questions. interesting. It says when he's, he brothers. began his
1: professional football career the NFL mm-hmm. in 1998, and then it, the next post football career.
0: And then his post football career. So he. So literally, no, probably it says that he is yeah. the principal
1: and senior managing director for the AJ Capital Panthers.
0: Where is that?
1: It's a private real estate company based in Chicago. Nothing to do with football.
0: Cool. Good for we him. Who would have thought that shit? Good for him. He's, he's a good businessman.
1: I don't. I don't care about any of this.
0: I don't either. Let's move on. Well, you're traditionally the tangent. Well, I'm guy.
1: halfway I know, but I'm halfway to Hemsworth. I know. So we just got to get that six pack. And
0: I thought it was Liam, and then and we I'm had. And I'm not know.
1: opposed to steroids. I've me and a close friend have had Please. serious conversations. I don't. I don't want to hear a that. A few times. I don't want to
0: hear that. It was just but like neither a, one
1: of us have ever done. It was just
0: like our conversation we'll, we had about why you should not be fake tanning.
1: I, I haven't and baked in a while
0: uh, it, I don't care you should still never ever do it you it's should been a you while. should retroactively it's been a while. you should retroactively take back those days that you've done it oh by the way joining us in
1: studio right now Christopher Walken H- how's it going how's it going Chris wow. how's it going Rob how are you today doing pretty well well that's good Chris uh, what have you been up to you know just kind of walking walking around no pun intended uh, you know got a haircut and uh living my best life went vegan recently
0: Hmm.
1: oh wow that chris that's pretty wild max what do you you got any questions for chris while we got i do hey chris for
0: walking do you know bruce dickinson
1: bruce dickinson who is he is he the guy that wrote goodnight moon
0: uh Uh, i don't think so buddy i don't i don't know Bruce Dickinson, come on, you know who Bruce
1: Dickinson I, is. I heard you guys talking about tanning. You know, a mm. tan, a tan real
0: well. You tan really well. I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah. You usually look good in all your movies. Yeah.
1: When I when I pushed Natalie off the boat. Mm.
0: Yeah, you were probably uh, probably just sitting on the back there getting a good bake that day. Just
1: laying out with mm-hmm. my chest in the air. You know
0: why he pushed her? That's probably what it was. He was getting a tan on the back of that boat. She pulled the the classic prank of coming up behind him, just slapping him on his stomach, and he's like, you know what? No. Not gonna take this. Boom! Push, rough, boat.
1: Talking to my guy all wrong. Do it again. Hitch in the face with a soldering iron.
0: Mm-hmm. Who was the other guy? Robert Wagner. Oh,
1: right? oh, uh, oh. All right, Chris. Take it easy, Chris. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Bye. Christopher Walken.
0: See you, Chris. It was great to see you, buddy.
1: So uh, I guess we might as well just jump into our main. Loved scene you, and uh, we just got done with shenanigan time.
0: I loved you in uh, the Aviator.
1: He wasn't in the Aviator.
0: I know. What was the? Movie? What's the? What's the Leo movie he's in?
1: Uh, no, that's the, uh... That's not the
0: aviators. Oh, uh, catch me if you can. Love you and catch oh, me if you can. Oh, yeah.
1: Played, yeah. played Frank <laughs> Abagnale Sr.
0: That's right. He most certainly did. All right. Chris Lazy. is back. Now he's gone again. All right. No. Now
1: on today's... Oh, 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 oh. Wait. Is that Jimmy Stewart?
0: <gasps> Ooh, dead guy walking.
1: Actually, no, you know what? Jimmy Stewart will come here next week.
0: Dead man walking. Jimmy Stewart. Dead man walking.
1: 1995 with Sean Patton. Directed by Tim Robbins. Jimmy Stewart's dead.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, that's true. I almost did it.
0: Yeah, 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 I, yeah I was waiting for it. Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, so that's right. just uh, enough shenanigan time. This we're is Rob's that the shenanigan, Rhythms.
0: Shenanigan this is Rob's Rhythms. Time. I don't know why we're talking movies. Today.
1: Uh, mostly because uh, I haven't top done any more other shows this week, so mm. it's just kind of like, I want to talk about all these other things.
0: You do like to talk about movies. So that's that's
1: why they call me the Renaissance Man.
0: Mm. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> what is our subject today, Rob?
1: We are going to be talking about maybe top five
0: the most underrated band of all time yes maybe not the most but one of the most underrated not
1: bands. the most one no i said most.
0: i should say excuse uh, me.
1: top five bands that have ever come out of the midwest uh top five favorite bands of all time for you absolutely yeah so uh, if you haven't read the caption to the, today's episode we're going to be talking about the replacements mm,
0: aka the mats
1: for the die hard old school mm-hmm. fans yes yeah. Yeah. Those of us young'uns who were born pretty much after they broke up.
0: Yeah, what a what a disheartening thing that was when it happened. Yeah. But it was it was to come. But hey, we'll get to that point in this episode. We'll talk about why that happened, more than likely. But we're mostly just going to talk about uh, why we love this band. Yeah, we'll have three points today, I think. We'll just talk mostly about why we love this band, why we think they should have been bigger than they were, and why they actually did not become as big as they were. So, yeah. Uh, Rob being the host. Well, why don't you turn I off? mean,
1: I can answer question 2 and 3 right now.
0: Well, there you go. So let's do Uh it
1: egos, drugs, mm-hmm. and alcohol.
0: Usually that's a bad combination for success. Sometimes a good combination for success, but yeah.
1: So, I mean, for me, you know, I'll kind of let you take the lead on some stuff, mm-hmm. but I, I guess just to kind of start out of the gate, I got into the replacements when I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And it, strangely enough, I, I knew the song "Bastards of Young," but classic song. I watched the show One Tree Hill. When yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big fan of that show. Mm-hmm. Mark Schwann, shout out to Mark Schwann. Uh, it was a great show for its time. Uh, he had every episode title was the name of a different song from like any artist. Right. But it was really interesting. And Excuse One Tree me, Hill is me. the title of the U two song off Joshua Tree, which is right. how the whole thing came to be. Right. But anyways, there's a for those of you that ever watched the show, there's a character played by Hillary Burton called Peyton Sawyer. And uh, somewhere towards the middle of the series she rekindles this relationship with her mother that she didn't know previously existed. The mom worked in the rock and roll business, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Spoiler alert, she gets cancer and dies.
0: Wow. And I was really waiting they, on that one because I she's was going to go back and watch fan. One Tree Hill,
1: but thanks. Yeah. yeah, she was a big Replacements fan. Mm. And um, they play Here Comes a Regular on yeah. the show.
0: Pretty depressing song.
1: And I'm like, this is a barn burner. This mm. is a great song. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I wonder, you know, this has got to be a real band, right? So I looked them up and I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> I know uh, this well, song.
0: Real professional podcast. Yeah, right there. I do yeah, it all the time. real professional.
1: Uh, I knew the song Bastards of Young, mm-hmm. and I started listening to them and just totally fell in love. Now, personally, their early records I've listened to but couldn't care less for. For me, it boils down to Let It Be, Tim, and Please To Meet Me. I've heard their last two albums like two or three times all the way through, but nothing grabbed me and I don't ever go back to them at all. So it's those three records. And then in 2013, they came out with an album called Songs for Slim. Mm -hmm. It's an EP actually for Slim Dunlop. And uh, they do like a cover of like Everything's Coming Up Roses and a cover of Lost Highway, which is an old Hank Williams song. Mm -hmm. And I love it. It's great. It's it's it's. It's like back to the like, well-produced replacements music. And I think that they had become pretty much their own worst enemy. They started out as like a punk band and then realized, like, I mean, Westerberg's just such a great songwriter. He is a terrific song. that it's like, well, you know, we can make our version of Heartland Rock you know, and mm-hmm. and be up there with the Springsteens at the time, you know, 1985. I mean, Mellencamp's coming up with Scarecrow, and, you know, Springsteen had just released Born in the USA, and mm-hmm. like, that was kind of like that that heart-on-your-sleeve, like, up-tempo throwback to real rock and roll music. Right. And uh, they went that route for a couple of years, and then mm-hmm. Please to Meet Me came out, which was great, because they brought horns into it, you know, similar to uh, Leonard Skinner's later part of their career, where they kind of diversified and brought in horns and other instruments yeah and peaked and i think it just boiled down to westerberg not being able to get along with anybody i've never read any books on them i've listened to a few like youtube things and there's a documentary on amazon prime that i saw i made you watch it mm. it wasn't as good in retrospect as it was when i was like 20 and i was like this is the best thing in the world
0: right 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 and uh and what's his the the guitarist what's his face yeah. uh Died, didn't he? After Please to Meet yeah. Me, yeah. Uh, was it yeah. Tommy or Bob's? Uh... uh, it should be Bob, yeah. Yeah, he he dies after Please to Meet Me, and it's like this. Well, now the band's not the same,
1: yeah,
0: not even close to the same. I, I liked learning that though. When they recorded, uh, Tim,
1: yeah, Tommy's still alive, that was a bass player,
0: yeah. Tommy, Tommy's his brother, he was the
1: he was or... a bass player.
0: But what I loved learning about that was how Bob just came in when they were recording Tim. And they got all his shit done in pretty much one day. And we're like, okay, you're good. And he just went back to back to his benders. And he was on Bob. Yeah, um, Bob,
1: lead guitar player.
0: Yeah. Hell of a guitarist. Really was a great guitarist. He died in
1: 1995. 1995, there you go. But he was out of the band long before.
0: Uh, I shouldn't that. say he died after Please to Meet Me. They kicked him out after Please to Meet Me. That's right. right. They kicked him out. And then yeah, he dies a few years. Anyway, few years
1: later. so kind of wrap up my little spiel on the mats. Yeah. Um. They, you know, it, there's some artists where it's like I eat up everything that they've ever released, like a Springsteen or obviously like the Beatles, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Tom Petty, right? Yeah. But with the with the replacements and another band we're gonna get to shortly hereafter, um, it's those records. Those are the ones I go back to time and time again. It's similar, to like. Uh, against Me, mm-hmm. which I'm a big fan of that band.
0: Yeah, we just uh, kind of um, uh, revitalized our liking. For yeah, New Day Wave,
1: Day. White Crosses, and then uh, uh, Transgender Dysphoria Blues. Right. Those three albums in a row. Yeah. I go back to them all the time. Yeah, that's some kick-ass And part. they've put out one or two new records since then. And then I heard it's fine, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like those three records from like 2008 to 2014, I just eat them up. You know, and th- once again, the records that they had before were fine. Oh, yeah. You know, I like those a lot better than I like the Replacements early records, just because I'm not a big punk rock, raw punk rock fan. It's just, just not my game. Like,
0: no, it's not for like, everybody.
1: Like, the the hits of the late 90s, early 2000s, the, the you know, the Fallout Boys and the, the Blink-182s, I like that stuff. But it's yeah. a lot more popular. I was about
0: to say, it's more commercialized. That's right, it. that's, that's why, why I like it. Oh, yeah, and you're fine. You're fine to admit it.
1: So that's, that's my spiel. Mm-hmm. Um, before we transition, I guess, uh, actually, you, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. Um, so you, you, were, you pretty much hit the nail on the head as far as answering two and three. Yeah, it was ego, it was alcohol, and it was drugs. Um, so then I'll dive mostly into number one, why I love The replacement so much. Uh, thanks to my uncle, who was a very uh, diversified music uh, enthusiast. I got into the replacements probably around, yeah, around 15 or 16. Um, I remember him putting on, uh, uh, I think it was Can't Hardly Wait, was the first song that I heard by them. Which which is my favorite song. Which I, I still to this day, yes, would say is my is my favorite one as well. And that's off the Please to Meet Me album, which was the follow-up to Tim. Um, but yeah, Can't Hardly Wait, I hear that song, I'm like, ooh, I really like these guys. And then he has me do some deep dives into it and i, I finally listen to let it be i listen to hootenanny i listen to tim i listen to please and meet me i listen to everything and i would agree with you on the best three albums i can still go back and, and listen to early replacements to me it reminds me of like early spoon in a lot of ways his first two spoon records are basically just punk rock records that are kind of easily forgotten but you can still listen to it anytime and uh because it, because my uncle had such a major influence on me as far as how music goes, he's the reason I love the Cure, I love the Smiths, um, reason I like the Bodines, uh, so so that that's a big reason there too. And just yeah, listening to Westerberg's lyrics, I know everybody loves this song too, but Androgynous is still an awesome fucking song. Uh, 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 Left of the dial, still one of my favorite songs of all time, and it's just the way that they wrote everything and how we learned about how you know they had to pretty much. The producers and and uh, recording engineers were like, "Great! They, you know, they put everything up to ten, so we really got to work our magic to make sure these guys sound sound alright coming off the uh, the output." And uh, whatever they did, they they're just they're raw but they're good. Like they're still a tight band, right? And that's mostly what what helps them with it, as far as that goes. And, and just the music's fucking awesome. You can listen to that music all day. Yeah, but uh,
1: so. I'm gonna to go to the the original reason that we came up with, wanted to talk about the replacements and mm. the second band, which we're gonna to get to here in a few minutes. Mm. Uh, double episode, double double fun over Ooh, here. Ooh, double entendres. Place. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So was we were doing some other work. Uh, Max here over at the Rob Fishbeck Network edits all my videos for me, mm. and uh, I was just putting some music on to kill the time. And I went on Spotify and pulled the replacements up and was completely just flabbergasted Mm -hmm. by the top five songs, popular songs of the replacements on Spotify. Yeah. One of them, well, two of them, two out of the five made sense, made sense, but they're number four and five in the top Mm. five. Excuse me. The other three, I, I have some theories Mm
0: -hmm.
1: on why they're so high up, but, At the end of the day, it just boggles my mind. So, like, in my head, their five probably combo best, biggest, and, like, most commercial all at the same time. Like, that trifecta of, like, what makes a song sellable, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Best, biggest, and, you know, most commercial. Would be uh, Left of the Dial, Can't Hardly Wait, Here Comes a Regular... Um, Skyway, mm-hmm. and either like hold, like Hold My Life, Bastards of Young. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of what's I Will Dare. I will dare. I you know, there's yeah. there's there's a handful of like those would all make sense to be in the top. Yeah, five. Yeah, there's
0: five. some interchangeable ones, sure.
1: But their top five number one is Swing and Party, which these are all great songs. Right. It's just Swing and Party. Maybe it's just on a lot of. Party playlists, yeah, 80s un- playlists, unfortunately, and of the that's
0: why, right. right? Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe some hipsters got a hold of them. They're like, oh yeah, I can get it. I can right, get it. I can dig it. This song sounds like retro.
1: Right, yeah. and then androgynous <laughs> is number two.
0: Right, which I think that is more of a testimony to the actual hardcore fans. Okay, because so, of the because of like what we learned. The imprint that this band made on the you know the outcasts of society, especially sure. within their own town and things like that. So to me, that one still kind of makes sense. But I, I know what you mean by it. It's not really a well-produced song. It's still very raw, and it's got its moments. It's like, oh, okay, but it's still a good song. So I, I, I you know,
1: it. I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I might may get in trouble for saying this. I just feel like androgynous. That's probably on a lot of like LGBTQ plus playlists. Sure, and I could like. Basically, I'm trying to justify why these are the top three.
0: Yeah, because Spotify is driven by if you're on a playlist, that's because
1: it's it's just it doesn't like they're fine songs, but like why is so you I mean you want to talk about like the hardcore fans? Why isn't it like, "Kiss Me on the Bus," right? Or you know, uh, "Waitress in the Sky," Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean, "Little Mascara," right? Yeah. Or, or skyway or
0: unsatisfied
1: unsatisfied exactly right. or um what's the tommy gets his tonsils out
0: oh yeah tommy or, gets his uh,
1: who's out. got the boner
0: gary's got a boner
1: gary's got a boner
0: still pretty number three
1: song. is alex chilton
0: which makes from sense.
1: the band big star
0: which is like yeah whatever so it's like
1: okay maybe, but that's one of those
0: you were talking about maybe it it's kinda. on a
1: playlist it's a great song right but maybe it's on a playlist of like songs about other artists you know, like yeah. Eric Church's Springsteen right. or Tim McGraw's Christopherson.
0: Yeah.
1: Or insert here. Whatever whatever artist comes out with song, a song paying tribute to another artist. Oh yeah, I can't think of anything. Right? right
0: yeah.
1: Uh, that's all I got off the top of my head. It's my yeah. one day. Uh. And then it's Can't Hardly Wait and Bastards of Young to wait. round out the top five.
0: Which those two Makes make sense make the most. All day. But right. once again, in ranking in, order. to my head, slot. top
1: five. Can't hardly wait. Wow. Left of the dial. Mm. Here comes a regular. Skyway. I will dare. Oh, ooh, all right. Not my top five personal. Like little mascaras in my yeah. top five favorite songs.
0: Right. This is what you would think it would be. Right. Yeah. I could. I could sort of see the same thing. There are plenty of interchangeable songs. Because
1: Skyway, would that. you would put that on Coffeehouse Acoustic mm-hmm. playlist, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You could also probably put Waitress in the skies, sort of the same thing. Right. Um, I see that, but. For me, it is also, they had so many good songs that it is still tough for, I think, a lot of the hardcore fans to be like, well, no, this song was better because it's like, yeah. But in the end, they just had a lot of good songs. And you're like, yeah, I could just listen to all of them if I really need to. But swinging Party is still the one that you just go, really, that's on there. Interesting. So, But I, I, I trust your justification on it. Could be, yeah. Party Playlist. Ooh, this is a Swing and Party. Well, anyways, yeah. that's,
1: my, that's yeah. my take on that. No, no, yeah, so, I good. mean, those of you that are listening to this that are big fans of The Replacements, you're not alone. In a world where people under 30 don't really know a lot about bands that came before them anymore.
0: No, not a lot. It's other than much like time. the Beatles
1: and Zeppelin. Right. And the Stones and Pink Floyd. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's just an interesting world that we live in.
0: Yeah, it is. But it's also the best time to consume anything you want. So if you really want to get to know a band, you can now. There's so many documentaries. There's so much shit right. you could go down to right. find it. So at least, yeah, the people who want to know more about the band. Not like, one
1: on Bob Seger.
0: I know, which and you were saying. I have been that, wanting that, to get in contact with uh,
1: management for years to bit, come out with, to do a documentary. It's a bit blasphemous. It's yeah. like literally like... Take over Kevin Feige's position eventually at Disney for the MCU. Right. A Grammy you know, win a Grammy for my records and make a documentary on Bob mm-hmm. Seeger because there isn't one. No. Or pretty much three out of my five life goals.
0: Ooh, all right. I hope you get one I'm of
1: them. I'm gonna keep the other two close to the close to the chest. Okay.
0: But um I'll I'll spill the beans on one of these
1: episodes. Yeah, so if you guys like this conversation on the replacements, uh leave some stuff in the comments section. And we'll come back to this at one point or another. You know, we can do a deep dive on an album at some point.
0: Absolutely. It's
1: just kind of fun to just kind of like, you know, as we're starting this show and all that kind of stuff, like to go over, like there's nobody else I would talk about the replacements with, like close friends of mine that I would bring on here as a guest. Right. So will it get brought up if I'm doing an interview with another musician? Could be. Yeah. But right out of the gate, I just kind of want to show like, hey, we are we like a lot of music. hmm so we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Yeah. And if you're listening, still listening to this and you're like, who the fuck are the replacements? Go look them go up. Go check them out. And trust me, you've just heard enough songs name-dropped again and again to Absolutely. kind of know where to start.
0: Yeah, at least five to ten. Right. At least five to ten. Yeah. Or just so, go listen to yeah either Let It Be, Tim, or Please to Meet Me. Right. And you will not be... Uh... Not be let down.
1: So we're gonna to transition to another band from Ooh. the Midwest. So they're from Minnesota, mm-hmm. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right. Yes. And uh, we're gonna transition over to another band that is from Wisconsin.
0: Oh, is it coming?
1: Is it coming? Can you guess who it is?
0: No, actually, I can't. Who
1: uh, is it? I do. You, I believe they're from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. What bands are from Wisconsin? I want to say they're from Wisconsin. I may have just made that up, but I don't think I did. I
0: don't know a lot of bands from Wisconsin.
1: Oh yeah, no, they're from Wisconsin.
0: All right. All uh, right. Bodines. Okay, I did not know they were from Wisconsin. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: I I was like ninety nine percent positive they're from Wisconsin, and then as soon as because you couldn't guess it, I small, was like
0: small town. I'm, I'm I was assuming. like, wait like a second. Appleton?
1: Am I wrong? Is it Eau Claire? I can't. I'm not. I'm gonna butcher it. I'm not gonna spell it right.
0: Eau Claire.
1: No, no, no. It's uh. Wa- Waukesha? W A U K E S H A? That
0: sounds right. Waukesha.
1: Waukesha. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah, the Waukesha? Sure. Other one. Waukesha. Sounds like Kenosha's brother.
1: Which you know, is also in Wisconsin. For, for us being from Chicagoland, you would think we would know this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't care about other cities outside Chicago. Come on.
1: <laughs> we don't even care about our own cities. now we really Look don't. At the world we're currently
0: in. Yeah, reading. we really We're a we...
1: fucking mask, people.
0: Hey. We're a goddamn mask. Reason number four. See how
1: easy it is? Look, watch.
0: Mm-hmm. See how easy it is on this audio podcast? Put on your mask, people. Quack like a duck.
1: See, you can hear me. You can hear me just fine. I got my mask on.
0: It's very muffled. I can't. Very,
1: you, can't you can't understand. I can't see your Can you facial? understand the words that are coming
0: out of my mouth? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, though, because, you know, you I said know,
1: something. That, so the only downside is, mm. is I have a lot of facial expressions,
0: including resting bitch face. You do. Even your Christopher Walken has, it's, there's, a, there's a facial expression to it. Otherwise, it's not real. You know? Otherwise, you're just doing a voice. Who cares about a voice?
1: Right. Christopher Walken was really in our studio. Yeah, I know he was. Do not undersell that.
0: No, I know he was. I'm just saying, I know you do a good impression of him, and that's why he was here today. He was like, I need to see this. We showed him off air, and he was very impressed. You want
1: to hear my impression of Christopher Walken?
0: I don't want to hear it, no. But the people do. But the people do.
1: So we actually had Chris here in studio, mm-hmm. but now I'm just going to do... Yeah,
0: he, uh, he had to leave early.
1: Max, how are you today? How are you doing? I'm good, Christopher Walken. How are you? Doing well. Polished my Oscar statue earlier. 1978's The Deer Hunter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How's how's that treating you?
1: Got a little rust. Mm. Just a little bit. Hit it with some WD-40 and a little bit of steel wool. Did you murder that woman? No comment. Peace out. All right. I like that. So the Bodines. 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 Just like Eagles.
0: Just like Eagles. Not
1: the Eagles. Fucking Eagles. Yeah. That's a callback to our first episode. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. <laughs> please, please deep dive that one, everybody.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Bodines. Bodines. Mm. This is the band that I wish I would have gotten into when I was like five. Yeah. Because I'm trying to listen to so much of the Bodines now to play catch up. I got into this band when I was twenty. Mm. Um, I, I had heard, like, closer to free, and like I recognized a few of the songs, mm-hmm. but they've never been a band that's been played on classic rock radio. Not really, no. And when we were growing up, that wasn't considered classic rock because their first album came out in 1986. Right. So my friend, I'll never forget this. Um, we went. I was uh, the designated driver. Uh, me and my friends went sledding because mm-hmm. that's what people from chicagoland do in the wintertime sledding because they go in sled the we, went, we went out to the boonies went to a hill and they drank and went down
0: slides yeah so i drove you can't get a dui for that right because it's not a motor vehicle i drove i was sober i didn't drink no, no, no but i I'm also didn't talking about drinking and sledding you can't get a dui for that right
1: i don't think so okay
0: because you but, can get a dui for being a bicycle well
1: it's so. a vehicle
0: yeah but it's not a motorized vehicle so that's why I'm curious. So, like, would a sled be the same? I can
1: get a DUI. I can get a DWI.
0: Like, what, if, what if somebody pushed you in the middle of the street and you're on a sled, but you're hammered? Like, could they arrest you? You know, but I'm just curious. I don't really know.
1: These another reason to defund the police.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a topic for a different for a different day.
1: But, um, more
0: importantly. More importantly, we're talking. Uh, so anyway, so yeah.
1: me and my friends go sledding, and my um, my friend Megan's in the car, and she's got her iPod,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm like, remember those.
1: Um, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to be sitting here for at least an hour. Because I'm, I'm like, they're going to last for an hour. They're going to get cold, and we're going to leave. Because it was like 15 degrees outside. Right. So I'm sitting in the car, and I'm going through her iPod, and I'm like, this band Bodine's. Uh, excuse me. Mm. I, I, I had an uncle at the time. He's no longer with us. I may have brought him up on the show before. But he kept telling me about the Bodine's. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you should listen to them. You'd like them. And I'm like, I'm going to listen to them. So she had like their greatest hits or whatever on her, on her iPod. Mm-hmm. iPod, not
0: iPhone. IPod. The old iPod. Yep.
1: And I hit play and never looked back. This was like 10 years ago. They are fucking amazing. So interestingly enough, their first album I think is perfect. And the rest of their records, the songs are fine, but I never really cared mm-hmm. for the production.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some of the deep cuts on like their third and fourth record are great, like uh, Heart of a Miracle. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that song. That's a uh, good one. But anyways, for me, it boiled down to, so a few years later, my uncle died. And uh, I got some of his things. And I took all of his Bodine CDs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's a double live album called Joe Dirt Car, mm. which is, like, from different shows of theirs from the Midwest from, like, the late 80s and early 90s. And that's the album that I go back to over and over and over and over and over again. Right. It's, like, my top five favorite live albums ever is, like, Roy Orbison's A Black and White Night, Springsteen's Live at Hammersmith Odeon, November 17, 1975, which is my birthday, but mm. not that year. Uh, Willie Nelson and Fla- Family from 1978, mm-hmm. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band Nine to Night, and Bodine's Joe Carr. and none of these are in a specific order. Those are just like my top five favorite live albums ever. Right. And that record I can just listen to over and over and over and over and over again, and I love it. How many songs is it? Uh, I think there's like there's like ten or twelve songs on each CD. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and yeah, it's a hefty double. Other than Angels. Like angels out at night. Other than that song, all the hits are on that album, and they're great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the studio version of Closer to Free is great, and yeah. like the studio version of Fade Away is great, but the live version is just—it's totally elevated.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean because I got to—I uh, think it's been uh, anywhere from seven to ten years. I honestly don't remember the year. I think it's seven—seven years ago. I got to see him live. And I don't remember who it opened before, but I got to see Matt Ravinia. I've never seen them. You would like it's if you know, if it's anything like Joe Dirk Cork, Joe had, Dirk Cork, excuse me. I've had
1: so many opportunities and I've just not gone and I'm just an idiot.
0: Yeah, it's like of, I've
1: still never seen Trampled by Turtles, which is disgusting because they're one of my favorite bands ever.
0: Yeah, I know that's very disappointing. Shout
1: out if you've never heard of Trampled by Turtles, fucking look them up.
0: We're gonna educate you guys today. Um, and it is very disappointing that you haven't seen them because they put on a hell of a show. Um, Live harmonies. I don't know what beats live harmonies. Like nothing. I don't think anything beats live harmonies. I love guitar solos. I love even fiddle solos. I love drum solos. Nope. Live harmonies. If you can nail down a live harmony, you won my heart over. And and we all know Bodines are like you don't get much without giving.
1: Oh God,
0: you don't. I'm in Um, trouble again. God, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm in trouble again. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I just pulled up their top five songs on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to name them because to guess. Because why not, right? It's Closer to Free is number one, the album cut. Mm-hmm. Good Things, the album cut. Fade Away, Still the Night. And then the Joe Dirt car version of Closer to Free.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Closer to Free is on there twice. That's awesome. And it's like, these all make sense. Absolutely. Unlike the replacements, they all make sense. Now, are these four songs because one of them's a repeat? In my top five favorite songs of theirs, Fade Away is, but none of the other ones are. Right. Um, For me, personally, like, let's just go, let's go to, uh, like, so what are your, what are your uh,
0: favorite? Well, I'm not as uh, well-versed with No,
1: you've seen them, and I have not. Right. And I claim to be a huge fan.
0: Right, and I'm happy that I did see them when I did.
1: Fade Away I'm going to do a top
0: five.
1: Right. Uh, fade Away, You Don't Get Much. She's a Runaway. I'm in Trouble Again. And, ooh, that five is hard. Mm. Idaho. Or I mean, Say About Love. I, I do know. like Idaho. That's a good song. Say About Love. Or Feed the Fire. Yeah. Naked. I don't know. Maybe it is Good Things. Maybe Good Things is my number five. Okay. She's a Runaway is my favorite. Mm. And then Fade Away... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is is my problem. I'm in trouble
1: again. You don't get much. And... Good Things. Those will be my top five. Just because the other ones, like, as great as they are, it's, like, they're all, like, at that same level where it's, like, not one's better than the other. Sure. But Good Things is a great song. So I lied. I take back my original statement.
0: All right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, once again, Still the Night. Fucking great song. You know, it's just... It's so great. I mean, I'm looking at Joe Durkar's track list right now, and it's, like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, if you could give... You know, twenty or thirty records to somebody that doesn't know anything about music, I would probably put this in there.
0: Yeah, as as a very well should yeah. yeah, that's that's my problem with uh, with Bodines. I was I, I I probably know most of the songs, or at least a lot of them. I just don't remember all the names to them. That's sure. my problem. I haven't taken the deep dive like I did with the replacements, or you know, name another band. But well, and it's so funny because the I just I do know a lot of Bodines.
1: Songs. When I got the CDs in two thousand and fourteen, which yeah. Nobody was buying CDs at that point anymore, no. but my truck is a CD player. Hey, it didn't it come with like the it. case. Huh. So I would just put the discs in, and it's hmm. like, assume that's the name of the song. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, there's no reason. To look, I, like, who am I going to talk to that also likes Bodine's? Right. It's like, there's so many bands and artists where it's like, it's just me. Like, I'm all alone. Like, I, I'm not yeah. going to be able to talk to, like, I could, not I could to get that, right? way off the subject, but it's like. I have a few friends that love Jason Isbell in the 400 unit, mm-hmm. okay, that knew about him, like, before they met me. Sure. And we met each other and found out we both like Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Mm-hmm. But most people I know that likes Jason Isbell in the 400 unit in my world are because I introduced them to, like you, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, my sister, who we went and saw them together. We've seen them together twice. You right. know what I mean? It's like, but, like, our, our mutual friend Chris, like, he liked Jason Isbell, but, like, me and him didn't know each other. And then we met each other, like, at a gig. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, my first Jason Isbell song was 24 Frames back in 2015, and that was technically before I knew you, but I didn't really know who right. that guy was. I was like, oh, that's a cool song. Nice. Yeah. They're playing on an XRT, so I'm happy. Yeah, it's a good song. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I probably can't even think of any of the bands right now that I would know that you can't really talk to friends about. But, yeah, Bodine's is, is kind of one. My, my family likes Bodine's a lot. Uh, my mom was a big fan. And that my makes sense for fan. your
1: family, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I went with my mom to that concert in 2013 when we saw them. And she's like, yeah, I know every one of these songs. Like, awesome. So, yeah, it's a good time. And they're a good band. I, no. I, I should probably go back and, and actually start li- re-listening and focus. Go listen of, to Joe Dirt Car,
1: and then you'll just be like,
0: wow, mm.
1: what a great band. Because what it does is, is it, it takes away all the like overproduced stuff they kind of started doing after their first record. The first record was produced by the great Bone Burnett, mm. which helped kind of give it that raw sound. Mm. They kind of went into a little bit of a different direction production-wise. But the live stuff, it cuts out it it makes it lean. They just they're a lean sounding which in a good way. Yeah. You know, it's like good chicken.
0: It's
1: like you it know. Ch- <laughs> they're a lean band. They're a lean band. with amazing harmonies, great guitar work, great you know, everything's great. The mm. song and the, and once again, what's the most important thing about it? The song. Right. You know, yeah, the instruments also, serve the song.
0: Still all has to be. Not the together. song
1: serving the guitar solo. No. So No, not at all.
0: Yeah, I kind of like that. Good good, uh, good double subject. Go good
1: ahead. double subject. Two great bands out of the Midwest.
0: Yes, and again, if you didn't know either one of these bands, look up one or both. Yeah, I mean... Because you should. The
1: replacements, and it's interesting, They, they have so much in common.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very same time frame. I mean, Let It Be came out in 85, and, was 84? and uh, 84, oh, was it 84? Yeah. Oh, I'm 84. sorry, no, 1984. No, good, cause that it was 85, Tim.
0: His Tim was 85. Was 80, Tim. 85. Man, right that's,
1: I'm brain oh, No, I know, was it
0: 86 right after that? That uh, no, was 86 and 87. It be
1: the replacement. Or maybe it was 87.
0: I don't remember. Either I'm going to tell
1: you right now because I, you go. know what? I'm getting old. Came out October 2nd, 1984. For Let It Be. Uh, for Let It Be. I'm okay. getting old, so my oh, brain's hard. not as sharp. Plus, I've been studying movie trivia for other reasons. Tim came out in 85,
0: yeah. Okay. So, 84. So,
1: Bodine's first album came out in 86.
0: Seven. Okay. So, yeah. so,
1: it's like there are two bands out in the Midwest. Thing they voting they're definitely more influenced by country
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the replacements are more influenced by punk right would you concur with that statement absolutely you know yes and then they both kind of like went their own direction with rock and roll
0: right pop rock whatever both found their homes with rock. Both
1: found their homes
0: mm-hmm. and which i think most good bands just end up doing
1: that yeah i mean yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah. they all got great acoustic tracks too
0: and that's the thing usually even if you're influenced by punk or if, uh, even uh even shit pop music if you find your way back to rock and roll you're gonna have some good acoustic tracks rock rock and roll it's here to stay right god i hope so
1: so anyways uh thanks for listening everybody we're going to end the show uh possibly a little early today um i don't yeah. know how long we've been going
0: honestly 45 minutes i think it's a solid episode that's
1: a pretty pretty good one mm-hmm. Uh,
0: check out those songs. Of an
1: episode. Check out those records. Check out those artists. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week. With we
0: can put a little uh, list too at the bottom of the yeah. We can do to, that to remind everybody.
1: We'll be back next week with a all new episode of Rob's Rhythms. Uh, round of applause for my buddy Max making his second appearance. You know, clap for yourself. Clap for yourself.
0: Um, uh, 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 thank you, buddy, for having me.
1: Yeah, and next week we'll probably have a subject on a completely different type of music. Mm-hmm. Completely different type of situation.
0: Britney Spears. We could do that. Maybe. I'd have to do some research. Dude, her first album was amazing. Yeah, maybe, maybe one more time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a ninety nine. Uh ninety eight. I mean, did
1: it like when did I first hear it? Probably ninety
0: nine. No, no, no. Yeah. It, I think it was released in
1: ninety eight. Anyways. Yeah. Take it easy, everybody. Stay <laughs> safe. Wear a goddamn mask. <laughs> Reason number four. Wear a mask. Wear a fucking mask. Uh,
0: yeah. Thanks for having me, buddy. Peace out.